This is December 10th, 2020. I'm Commander JN Trax, and I am caught up on The Mandalorian. So this is Loose Screws. And I'm sure that's what everyone was expecting me to say. But it's true. Um, it took me a minute, but I was a little behind, and now I'm not. So does anybody want to talk about Boba Fett? Um, He's a badass. The last two episodes of Mandalorian have been the best two episodes of that show. Yeah, and I mean, you'd have to be under a rock to not have encountered at least some spoilers. So, like, no plot spoilers, but... Boba Fett, uh, be, you know, being like historically like a bad guy, quote unquote, like it's very cool to see him be a badass and be like, you know, a a, a mercenary with internal ethics and and honor and you know, there's like a nobility in that that I that I very very much enjoyed and I'm very excited for. I do like um, that it's the same actor that played Django. But yep, yep. he is a little more Boba Fat than Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, chest, that chest plate was kind of stretched out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, dad bod happens. Yeah. Yeah. Space yeah, girl. Very cool. I don't know. I figure if he was inside of a Sarlacc for a while, he'd have lost a little weight. But I, <laughs> I, think, I think the weight probably came after, after mm. the Sarlacc. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, anyway, for real though, this is Loose Screws, the loosest and screwiest podcast about Elite Dangerous in the whole galaxy. And uh, once again, I'm Commander Jan Trax, and I'm joined tonight by Commander Chig. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, all right. Uh, Commander NL Hate is here. Yo, what's cracking? <laughs> Commander Nurgle is also here. Greetings and salutations. <laughs> Commander Dubs. Howdy. Howdy. And Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, one and all. And I just ran through that extremely quickly and professionally because um, it's late. And we stayed up late partially because of my in real life stuff and partially because we were waiting for some silly video to happen and now it's happened. So we're going to talk about Elite Dangerous. Exactly. (laughs) You read my my mind, sir. (laughs) Thank you. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, mate. Oh my gosh. Um, So the... Odyssey gameplay footage video has been shown and the Odyssey add-on has become available, but that will cause the launcher to brick. So don't, don't. download it. Yeah. Don't <laughs> I am personally I am personally just coming off of another engagement and did not get to watch live, but I did catch the video right before I pushed record. And so I need you all to fill me in on what has just taken place at the Video well, Game Awards. First off, if you blink, you missed it. Yep. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was not a not lot long. there. Um, it's about a yeah, minute it long. Was, yeah, it's about a minute long. You get to listen to some David Bowie while you watch some SRVs drive around, a couple of guys, you know, some people shooting at each other, an eagle shooting at another ship, I think. They show the front of a space station. They show a lot of walking around. I don't know. It was... It was gameplay footage, but uh, I mean, the other side of it is uh, it's now available uh, to pre-purchase. 
and you get a special suit if you pre-purchase. So that that's out there. The standard edition is, I believe, $40 and it's $55 US dollars uh, for the uh, like premium alpha edition where you get an extra suit and you get access to the alpha, they said, which why they're saying alpha. It's not beyond alpha stage at this point already is interesting. To we me. hope. Yeah. Hmm. So wait, so the alpha, does that mean it's that's what's live now that people can download? N- no, I don't know. They, they haven't said that that I've seen. Oh, they haven't uh, said when it's going to become live? No, but they no. did show, uh, like on Steam, it still says release date early 2021. But somebody Sometimes. else, some, somebody else sh- sh- that shared a screenshot with us that showed a release date of uh, April twenty first, twenty twenty. It was uh, like Steam database mining. So, uh, gotcha. Not confirmed, but yeah, possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I, so the videos is very cool, looking really pretty, and I like that it's in game footage. And right down to the fact that, like, right away, I noticed in one of the. Um, ship flying over a surface shots the the shadows had just a little bit of that um what's it called with with the engine sort of makes a mistake and it makes a shadow on scenery flicker uh it's like the the z lock or something mm. something like that it's 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 something that i remember messing around with in skyrim vr to get that right so that it wouldn't flicker when you turn your head around um but anyway um yeah just a little a little artifact of it actually being a game uh, engine yeah. and not a cutscene um, just right. in ki- not that I needed proof, but you know, it, it looks great and the shadow flickered a little bit and that's fine with me. It's not a complaint. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> I, I, um, no, it looks stunning. It, it looks yeah. Yeah. beautiful. No, the like world in, in, from orbit and everything. Just, I, I can't wait. In game views, not like totally how we're going to see it. Like there's no HUD elements or anything like that, but there is a first person. Views going on. Still looks good. Uh, if yeah. I can cut in, some yeah. of the content creators that are a part of that premier content creator package stuff are sharing some of the HUD images in their own discords. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, and it it's it's very HUD minimal. on foot. You mean? Yes. Ah. Uh, yes, gotcha. the on foot HUD. It's foot very hat. minimal, and there is there is some differences. Uh, the weapons you carry. Or maybe the suits you're wearing do affect the HUD. Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm also saying that uh, Commander Kaizen has got info that April 21st is not the not the official release date. Looks like he's been talking to some of the community managers. He's posted on the Elite Week Discord now. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just starting to scout around, but um, I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not going to poke around Discord while while recording an episode. Um. Okay. So so that was that was the thing, huh? So um, this was a the video game awards. What what exactly is the relationship between this trailer and the video game awards? Or is this just a timed release? I think I think it was just like world premieres for various games peppered throughout yeah. award yeah. categories. Okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. I got that. So there was uh, no there was no 
I didn't. I don't think there was any like frontier content on either side of this trailer. It was just a trailer drop. No, it just happened in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, they also, I think, conspicuously, they show like an eagle shooting at an eagle over a base, and then they show people shooting at people. They don't show people shooting at ships uh, or vice versa. Surface to air trailer. combat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, i i liked I liked seeing the, um, I liked seeing the the FPS thing. Like it's it's looking very familiar to anybody who's played an FPS, like the hollow sights and uh, everything like that. Kind of running around through the dark, a couple of different situations um, appeared to be like grenade launcher kind of thing going on. And then an automatic weapon at some point later. And I could see the shield, uh, on a target reacting to being shot. So, um, that's fun shield being in body shape and not a bubble. Um, anyway, I, I'm, I'm running out of things to say. It was, it was short. Um, cool environment. It's like a dark, a dark, yeah, uh, module they're in. One's on fire. They're running through the flashlights. Right. I saw a couple of those bodies uh, or the the character models, like especially right at the end, were sort of looking behind a couple of people. Um, and and uh, uh, the guy on the on the right has like something attached to his back, like looking over his shoulder. Um, I don't know if that's like a weapon or a camera or just a light or or something like that. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, without short of playing it again and and <laughs> live tweeting it onto the show, I don't know what else I can I can do here. That that's cool. I mean, I'm glad to see it. Listen, I'm gonna pre-order the moment we're done recording. Don't get me wrong. Um, right. You know, yeah. I mean, I I <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. I'd be I'd be thrilled with just yeah. that uh, the the look of the planets on approach from orbit and the ice world and um yeah i'd be i'd be thrilled even without the first person shooter stuff um so i will be anxiously awaiting when that goes into vr2 um instead of just flat panel in screen because that'll be a little tough mm-hmm. um but i will definitely I'm, I'm on board man i'm not saying no <laughs> um but anxiously awaiting vr support That'll really uh, seal the deal. Anybody want to dwell on this longer? Conspicuously (laughs) absent from the trailer was any footage of a Corvette pancaking people on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we did see an anaconda taking off from the ground, which I don't think you can say for sure that they didn't just finish squishing somebody right before the shot cut to them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a (laughs) post-pancaking. We'll roll with that. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. a stain on the bottom of that anaconda. So, well, I don't think you could see it from that but range. I mean, your, a human is so small compared to an yeah. anaconda. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Puny humans. I don't know. I mean, I, I've been running, you know, the video, you know, kind of looping it off to the side here. There, there's some cool shots in there. I mean, you can see like the people's oh, yeah. shields kind of lighting up as the lasers are hitting them and stuff. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. I hope it plays as smoothly as that video runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's that's true. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, we've we've sort of talked about this in passing, and and probably more off off air than on air. But um, if if system requirements get any kind of change, uh, because obviously there's a lot more detail going into the surfaces, and that is traditionally in elite the place where lower end computers are going to struggle. If they're if a computer is going to struggle running elite, it's going to be when when uh, on approach to a surface to a planet. I'm right here. You can talk about me. <laughs> you know, there's people with a lot weaker computers than you. Yeah, I know. And when I get them at work, I break them down and I throw them in the recycling bin. <laughs> Maybe you could like like a do a mock supercomputer. You could take all those garbage computers. Put enough of them yeah. together, then you can get a potato to use at home. <laughs> Be very, very quiet. We're hunting potatoes. <laughs> so you just if you attach a, a bunch of like fifteen-year-old GPUs together in an array, and each one of those can be a compute unit, and then you can build yourself a little, uh, you know, a uh, uh, massively parallel. <laughs> what are you going to get that's going to have like eighteen PCI slots on it? <laughs> uh, I actually get server server um, units really regularly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just it saying it could happen. It, it still won't compete with a 3080. <laughs> really? No, it won't. It won't. <laughs> There's a lot of computers out there that won't compete with a 3080. Yeah. Well. Um, anyways. Uh, so yeah, very very exciting. I. I, I wasn't sure exactly what to expect. I guess I thought it was going to be something a little bit more significant than just this. Uh, yeah. Maybe some talking heads stuff and some some talk and some announcements, but um, that's fine. We we will be happy with what we have, I think. Nothing bad. Nothing looks bad in, in there. <laughs> I'm still going to buy this thing. Good perspective. As soon as it's uh, safe to pre-order, without fear. I actually need to. I need to put in a question again because I asked this of Frontier Support some moons ago, and they said that they did not know, but we'll know later. So I have a single copy. Well, I mean, I have an Epic copy now too, but I, I have a single copy of Elite that is on both Steam and uh, Oculus. Um. And I so I purchased on Steam, and it was within back in the day when you could uh, get a product key for Oculus just by asking for it, uh, which they do not give you anymore. And so I need to know where I buy it from so that all of my stuff still works um, the way it does now. You know, like I have both things running on the on the same account, and they just whichever one I load up, like I t- tip. Uh, tend to load up Steam when I want to play flat and Oculus for uh, the VR mode because Oculus gets a uh, it gets weird and it like will crash like sixty percent of the time the launcher will crash uh, when trying to launch in flat mode for some reason. Um, so anyway, yes, I will put that question in, and in case there are people in my same situation, I will of course report back the answer when I find out, but. I don't want to just buy it on Steam and find that oh now like I have to run the Steam VR version instead of the native Oculus in order to play Odyssey. Um, you, I don't have think that's tried that should happen, running but, it on Steam VR recently at all or not. Um, you know, I only for a moment. Um, okay. I'm sure with the because I have a 3080 now. I'm sure it would yeah. be fine. 
um, and the the problems that I had, you know, would kind of go away. But the thing is, like, there's no need to because Oculus pops up and and Oculus is fully running anytime I'm running Steam yep. VR. I well. just have like two things, one on top of the other. Um, so it's sort of silly. So if I if I don't need to run Steam, I, I don't really want to. It's like another layer of complication, another thing that can crash. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I've always just run it through Steam. I, I did. I've got the same thing you have though, where I, I yeah, you have both. bought it bought it on Steam initially, and then I have to, I, I haven't looked at it in a while. But I mean, the whole uh, it was so weird because then like if I logged in with just Oculus, even though I had it, it would still say I'd have to buy it. And stuff, but yet it runs was running but it would on run Oculus. Anyway? Yeah, it was huh. it was it was really really bizarre. So I just quit worrying about it and had always just played it through Steam. Oh, that's interesting. So I the way mine went is I had it on Steam, and then when I got Oculus, I got the product key, and then I installed that version and removed Steam. And then it was only when I started having this weirdness where it won't load up in flat, um, okay. I reinstalled Steam just for that purpose just to run it flat and they worked side by side perfectly. I always have. Um, I'm wondering if I just buy it direct from frontier instead of through steam that will just update my account. And then like whatever, whatever like game store I open the launcher from, won't it recognize that I own the full thing once it logs me into the launcher? I know it's all magic to me, man. (laughs) Okay. We'll see. (laughs) I'll put in a ticket tonight and ask, because if they don't know by now, um, I kind of consider that a problem. <laughs> I was yeah. cutting them some slack before because everything was still in flux. This is, I mean, when I asked them, that was before we knew the 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 current word on VR support. So I didn't even know if it was going to work work yeah. at all. Anyway, um, cool. Any other notes or things of mention? Uh, um, no. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, gay play trailer is in the show notes. If you haven't already stopped the podcast to YouTube it, um, then you can click it there. But I think if you're listening to the, my voice, you've probably already watched the gameplay reveal trailer. You'd be silly not to. Um, hey, what about all these AMAs that the devs have been doing? And anybody, anybody been paying attention to that? Hmm? Hmm? Um, I wish that I had been. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that we're getting these AMAs, but I wish we'd just get some AAs back. You know, some answer anything's. I mean, it's just, it's just they don't really answer anything. I mean, yeah. we did see. I, you, I saw you put it in the notes, but Lark Shadow and his Minecrafting, building these ships with interiors. He got a shout out from the devs during their mm-hmm. stream, which was. Which was super cool. They actually seemed, you know, pretty excited about the whole thing, and it, it's it's impressive. He's put in some work, and I don't know if, yes. you know, how many of our listeners, you know, who aren't on our Discord have seen this going on. But Lark Shadow's building the ships. He's built what a Sidewinder, a Viper. He was working on a crate. He's built. He built Viper three and four. He had a Cobra, and I think he had started on Crate Phantom last I saw. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's 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 quite impressive. So he he's working on ship interiors before Frontier is, you know? <laughs> and, and they got called and, out for that in the AMA. Yeah, in, in the um, in the live stream, right? Somebody said yeah. it right in chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah many times. I love that. <laughs> Look, he's got interiors before you do. 
<laughs> well, yeah, and and that's that's funny and all, but at the same time, it's sort of. I mean, the obvious answer, of course, is like, well, if you want the interiors to look like that, then sure, <laughs> there you go. I'll take it. <laughs> you, it looks like a late, and then you get out of your seat and turn around, and it's Minecraft blocks. Yeah. <laughs> World yeah, yeah. No, I and I, um, I guess this is you know, I, I, it makes just makes me think about how I'm continuing to be impressed by the community team. I mean, we're about to, we're in kind of in the middle of saying like, it's too bad they can't actually answer most of the questions that they've been taking in the AMAs. But I, I do really, really appreciate and and have felt like there's been just this massive turnaround in the past year-ish um, on the community team and um, really just communication and, and just feeling very connected and, and being you know, as, as silly as some of the live streams turn out to be where they're just like, well, well what are we going to do? We're going to go play CQC or something. People are able to hop into CQC games with them. And that's, you know, what, I mean, whatever. It's a, This is a little bit of like celebrity reverence or something, and they're just people. But it's still a lot of fun and, and really cool. And, and it's it's more than just when they do their most of their jobs, it's invisible. It's like them browsing all the forums and frankly, sifting through all the nonsense and trying to find legitimate comments. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, they, they, I mean, like today they were interning with the few rats learning how to do that and stuff. You know, they, 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 I, I think this is a case from my perspective is how far just a little bit of effort goes you know that it, it seems like they're actually <laughs> trying to engage with us even if we're not getting answers they're they're out there they're trying they're engaging with the community they're they're yeah. community goals you know there's all this stuff going on and there's a lot of communication and and it's just so much better than the radio silence we were getting you know six months ago mm-hmm. absolutely yeah for sure it, it feels really good it, even you know, I I even get a good feeling when they tell me bad news, like when Art has to keep saying that, yeah, we know about the pulse wave scanner, it's still broken, and literally they don't know what's causing that yet. Like, they're working on it, but they don't have a fix because they don't know why it's broken. Absolutely. <laughs> and that I sucks. I do appreciate him, him saying that, but I just have, you know, three words on that. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, we're over three months of that thing being broken. How does that happen? Yeah. I have two words for that. Spaghetti code. <laughs> well, and I've got one word for that, Odyssey, because they're definitely not, there. there is not a staff of um, coders, you know, working on the pulse wave analyzer problem. I think it's very clear right. that like they're, they're trying, there's somebody, there's somebody looking at it. Um, but it is, I mean, they're saying so in no uncertain terms. Like, this is definitely not the push right now. They they have, at this point, they have deadlines, even if they haven't told us when they are. They have deadlines that they can't miss. Um, so, yeah, I, um, and I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. I, yeah. I you know, they, they have the stuff they're working on. They're trying to get Odyssey done. And, you know, I've heard the spaghetti code argument and everything else, but but as a consumer, that's not my problem. Fix the yeah. damn problem. You know, I, I don't mean to sound super salty, but it's, you know, what if it was, I don't, what if docking broke and we could no longer dock our ships? I just don't <laughs> understand, you know? It's, it can't be that. Well, that hard. would, of course, be a lot different. 
Uh, you think so? <laughs> I, listen, I'm, 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 I'm. This is like a inside joke between my wife and I, but I am on your side. I fully agree. <laughs> I'm not going to explain the joke because it doesn't. It's not going to make sense to anybody. But I almost said the accent without. A, if I didn't address the accent, everybody would have been on me. Anyway, I. <laughs> Totally agree. It sucks and it's stupid, and I hate that the pulse wave scanner is broken. I love that they're actually being honest with me about it. I just feel like a year and a half ago, two years ago, it would have been total silence. It would have been like, it's checked off on the issue tracker. Please don't report it again. That's it. And nothing to report this time. Nothing. We have nothing to announce this time. Yeah. So, I mean, with regard to the AMA, um, there's a couple of like little things that they, it, it, it does seem, it does seem silly. Like, I think that's, I think it's almost like a good precedent for, um, just having this standing thing where maybe, maybe they could slow it down. So it's not even so onerous, but every fixed number of days, they're going to just answer like the top 10 questions. Even if all they can say is we don't have an answer for that. Like that would be. That would be kind of an interesting tactic, right? Not tactic is the wrong word. Yeah. It's not like a. It's not like trying to approach, like pull one over approach. on us. Approach. Yeah, exactly. Um, to like, that's just we are gonna have this constant communication because that's what it feels like. Even though most of the answers to the AMA stuff are like that, you know, thanks for the suggestion, or we'll have more news about Odyssey later. <laughs> yeah, um, that's just not the format they use to give out new information. It's not through. So they're just not going to, they're not going to add new information that way, but like occasionally there's a couple of things that they can answer and it's like, it's the smaller stuff, but it does, it does mean that at some point, you know, at at every X number of days, we're sort of getting one of these. So I don't think that's such a bad thing. And I sort of feel like it could focus the the, uh, community manager's attention. Um, Maybe they have to, Maybe they can skim the rest of the forum a little faster because they know stuff's going to kind of bubble to the top and they can pay attention to that stuff. I think so. during, a live, during a live stream this week, I think uh, APOC made it into one of our members. Yeah. Wasn't to capture yeah. the flag. One of the few yeah. people to ever play that game mode, I think. <laughs> yeah, he kept blowing up Arthur, I guess. So good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, bro. I think uh, Capture the Flag has gotten more play because of the community manager's streams I, than I've ever only, before. I've only tried to get into a match once and couldn't, so I I've haven't tried. Never, I've never been able to get into one. When we did our Tuesday night uh, CQC event where we were going to, you know, we were going to try all the things, right. but we couldn't even get Team Deathmatch to work. So never, <laughs> we didn't even try <laughs> to match make this. Yeah. And I have, you know, over 7,000 kills now in CQC, you know, I, and I've <laughs> never been able to play a game of Capture the Flag. <laughs> Not once. Wow. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. It's, yeah, you have to organize to get people together, but then you got to hope that the networking works and man do i sound salty tonight i'm gonna apologize now (laughs) (laughs) cqc could use some love and i think the i think one 
I mean, it, it got some love in that it's available from the comms panel, um, but that wasn't really enough to make it. I mean, that gets more players trying to play, but the level of not being able to succeed is still higher than it needs to be for it to be valid. I I think personally, it should have had arcs in it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I don't really care about anything else. I mean, people talk about like relating it somehow to in-game assets, and I don't really think that's necessary or lore justified, but arcs, definitely. I mean, arcs are supposed to be just anything you do play in the game. So, I mean, I, I think that's very silly, but the real thing that would seal the deal is just custom lobbies. And that that makes it into a real viable game. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, just anything to get more activity. Yeah. I, I do like that the community managers have been playing it. It brings attention, makes us realize that maybe they haven't just completely forgotten forgotten about it and it might get some love. I, I would love a little, you know, just even some more modes, even if we could bring it, you know, some small engineered ships, you could engineer your own ships, you know, like a, a different mode where you can, you know, do stuff like that. I don't know, just something, get more people playing it. I, I hate when I can't get a game. Yeah. Well, I um I totally completely forgot what I was going to say. I I agree with you, obviously. <laughs> I I think the reason it's great for the the dev uh, uh the community manager streams because it is just this plug and play thing. Yeah. You can just turn it on and it's just like a bit of fun. Um and it it definitely I mean, now custom lobbies would be Making it a little bit more serious, right? But I think that's I think that's what it needs to become more than what it is, uh, because you need to be able to say like I want to. It, there needs to be an easy way to to do it. Like we're a wing, we're just going to be in this game, and some I don't know. It doesn't seem like it should be that crazy. Not reinventing yeah. the wheel here. Just you know, game yeah, lobbies it, have been a thing forever. And some kind of ranking system, but once again, you need more players playing it to make those kind of yeah. things work. So, which you know, chicken or the egg? You know, how how do you get it? You know, having those things would get more people to play it, but you need more people to play it in order to get those things to work. And I, yeah, it goes wrong. <laughs> Hopefully, Odyssey brings in a lot of new players. I mean, that Epic Store thing brought in a lot of new players, and definitely have seen some new players in CQC. Sure. There's there's been some fresh meat in those matches. Because, I I mean, that's, I haven't been playing a ton of elite. Uh, People have seen us playing a lot of Seven Days to Die. We've been building bases. So eventually you went and made your own voice channel for it. Yeah. uh, yeah. Took you long enough. Well, no, we jumped that one night we had. It where everybody jumped in on us and we were playing it. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make a second voice channel just so that people know what they're getting into. Everybody's welcome to hop in there, but just know yeah. that we're going to be yelling at each other to shoot this and build that and stuff. Right. But so, you know, I'll go play a few matches of CQC, then I'll go kill zombies, then I'll go play some CQC. So that's pretty much all I've been doing in game lately. Yeah. Don't, don't tell our uh, squadron guys. Oh, there's plenty of squadron stuff. I've been doing some squadron work a little a little bit when I've been online and um just sort of passively sitting in the same channel as y'all when you're killing zombies. Uh and it's fine, you know. Most of the squadron work is quiet. 
we would of course break out into a wing if we needed to uh, have some voice comms for a conflict zone or something. But I was just saying, don't let this tell the squadron guys that I haven't been doing any BGS work at all. I, um, it, I'm yeah, sure no, this isn't allowed. being broadcast to yeah. hundreds of people. Like I said, it's, it's just between <laughs> you and I. Of us. Yeah. yeah, you know that's allowed, so you're cool. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. There are literally ones of squadron managers that are so upset with you right now. <laughs> ones. <laughs> Playing with us. <laughs> I couldn't decide if that was going to be funny when I started to say it. I decided to say it. Worth it. Yeah, you you did that enough. quite frequently. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how I got over my my introverted stage fright of being on things like podcasts in the first place. I just became really accustomed to to jokes failing. I think it's sort of an Isaac Asimov <laughs> approach to, to to thinking of funny things to say. You just gotta write so much that you can throw away ninety five percent of it and still be left with a lot of good stuff. Just a massive volume, massive volume of joke I, attempts. I'm, I'm waiting for that good stuff so, any day yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it takes ages, man. Yeah. It takes ages. Cue up that cricket sound effect. It'll be used a lot. Oh, that's one thing I don't have. Shucks. <clears throat> hey, do you guys want to talk? Speaking of the squadron update, why don't I play this sound and we'll talk about some nonsense? Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. You guys are very polite. I? I know. I know that Discord fails, and you can't hear that almost all the time. It's done you now. You are correct, sir. Okay, <laughs> take it away. Yeah. See, I tried being a professional and and have a nice smooth segue for you, but but then I ruin yeah. it. It's, well, it's all it's I have to turn. do is go into Discord settings and flip like the uh, the voice detection to just having an open mic, and then it would work. But I am so lazy. <laughs> At least you admit it. Yeah, toggle yeah. it. I could probably set a hotkey for that, couldn't I? All right, you do the squadron update, and I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how to reduce my laziness threshold. Uh, it sounds right, like you're you? doing work. We're also doing work, uh, a whole bunch of work, but not to go anywhere, but to stay where we are and and fortify, you know, everywhere we have been, <clears throat> namely. Comma and semicets, semicomets. We need to get more wars or elections triggered. Take large, well, a large orbital station, a small orbital station. Those two systems. Uh, we also have a election with the V six forty Cassiopeia purple comms in V six forty Cass. And I've left some stuff available for Mister Nurgle to say too. We just we just wrapped up a war in Tamor. Wow, Ron. War in Tamorin. War in Tamor. <laughs> I liked wow. that. I just, it was completely unplanned, and I'm not sure I like it, but hey, it's there. Um, <laughs> just finished wrapping up control of Calorum, and uh, we've got a couple of minor factions that are trying desperately to retreat out of there that we're trying to prop up and get that system stabilized and. As of this afternoon, it looks like Ross is back up to just shy of 72%, so we may not be able to keep her down very much longer. We may be expanding again. 
I saw that. <laughs> so uh, if 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 you're boosting our influence in Ross, kind of hold off on that, please. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many ways to boost influence without knowing it, too. Especially yeah. when we own whole systems. Yeah, and that's you know that that's going on really across the board in a lot of our systems. We've got several which to us are really kind of backwater systems that you know we just have and we're not we're not pushing to do anything that have slowly crept up into the 60% range where we have to start keeping an eye on them lest they go running off and expand someplace we don't even want to go I can think of a handful of places that I didn't want to go and now we're there uh yeah well that happens that happens um <laughs> Maybe happening again, but you know, we'll deal with that when it happens. We'll deal with those people when it happens. <laughs> cool. So, what's what's number one priority right now? Uh, well, two things. One would be the election in V six forty to make sure we secure an orbital station there since we just moved in, and the other would be pumping up comma so uh, we can finally get that wrapped up, take that last orbital and, and wrap that system up, put it to bed. Right on, right on. That's where, that's where I've been uh, the past couple of times I've played. So and glad I'm on the right move. Having, having been doing a little bit of BGS work this week when I haven't been crazy busy doing something else, there's a, a, a lot of missions running back and forth between V640 and Kama so you can kind of help both at the same time. And there's some good trade routes going back the other way from comma into V640. So there's some ways you can kind of help the BGS, help yourself and do both at the same time. Oh, nice. So I built a BGS ship. I hadn't ever had like sort of a dedicated BGS ship because I didn't really have a good idea for it. Um, but I put something together Really, I just took my Crate Mark II and loaded it with all frag cannons and a kill warrant scanner. <laughs> uh, and I opened up, basically, there's a lot of slots in there that I can swap things in and out as needed, but um, mostly like a lot of cargo. So the best thing's going to yeah. be like if I can get cargo missions and then smoke the clowns that they send to attack me. Um, the The all frag build on the crate is pure brutality for a ship that yeah. size. And um, with the kill warrant scanner, with the bounties being boosted as they are, the kill warrant scanner is pulling in on average like uh, not 0.8 to about 1.2 million uh, in like within one or two interdictions. And I, I'm just, I'm, you know, killing Anaconda and it's like 800,000 credits and it's definitely uh, paying for itself. And then, right. And then, and then with the kill warrant on top of that, I think the kill warrant scanner, I'd, I'd totally put that off my radar. That was something like when I was a new commander, I like tried it out and it was like, oh, this is, if you want to, if you're, you want your profession to be a bounty hunter, like you got to get one of these to make that extra money. But it wasn't enough to justify it. You know, I can make more by, yeah, like too much right. power. Oh, oh, the power use is ridiculous. Um, but another great reason that the it pairs well with a frag build because that's a very low power build. Um, so anyway, and I you know I could go and swap in 
uh, a cell bank or something instead of some of that uh, cargo space easily enough and then go take on, you know, elite wing assassination missions. You know, it's just going to be like a Corvette and a couple of vultures and they're they're not going to like what I have to shoot at them. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's that's been working pretty well. Um, can handle a, ver- a variety of missions with a quick refit. So been liking that. And yeah, maybe I'll do that. Some back and forth cargo runs. There you go. Sounds fun. I have done a similar build since the uh, core mining broke. I turned my Python into a sort of a BGS ship. Except mm-hmm. with, with multis instead of frags. Frags are good. Like frag frags are all about frags the speed. I, yeah. I used gimbals. Now, this is the first time I've used a gimbaled frag cannon because I really wanted, like, it was a frag, right? I wanted that max damage, but you really can get almost all those pellets to actually hit an anaconda almost all the time with gimbals. So it, it becomes worth it. Um, yeah, it really does. Yeah, the Python would almost be a questionably better alternative, actually, in this case, because of the extra... Uh, size six slot. It's uh, not as anyway. though. <laughs> no, I suppose, but but is that really what we need? I mean, I mean, in this case, the, you're fighting anacondas most of the time. But you have to fly a python. That's the problem. It's the best ship in the game. <laughs> I mean, nobody <laughs> wants to fly a python. There's no arguments to be made otherwise, and I won't, <laughs> I won't accept any other arguments. <laughs> Dana, what's your what's your favorite ship, really? Hmm, that's a tough question. It is a tough question. All right, tonight, tonight I'll say Federal Assault Ship. Oh, interesting choice for that, for that y'all. For that yaw speed, I have been. I have one of those in storage. Been waiting for an excuse to rebuild it. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Hey, do you guys want to talk about the in-game news? There's sure been plenty of it. There has been since since we last heard from our heroes. The capital ship construction on both the federal and imperial side has basically wrapped up and now there's capital ships there just hanging out doing their thing um lacon uh after saying no thanks we don't want to be bought they discounted a bunch of their ships so now you can buy cheaper lacon ships which ones exactly it's not all of them is it no no it's like the scout diamondback keelback type 7 and type 10 defender you can get cheap Type 10 defenders. Now, it was just like yesterday or maybe this morning when I, I was advising someone that the Type 10 has a lot of hardpoint slots and is good for storing modules. <laughs> uh, and then I said, don't actually do that. That was a joke. The Type 10 is very expensive. Well, now it's cheaper. <laughs> um, Not that cheap. DBX <laughs> still cheap. remains Cheaper. to be the most efficient storage for large modules. Yeah, for large hard points. Which one did you say? DBX, right? Yeah, the DBX is probably the yeah. best bang for your buck when storing uh, pacifiers and advanced uh, plasmas. 
Wait, which sucks can. because it only has one slot for them, but, but it's, it's still so cheaper cheap. per slot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole well, ship costs less than just the hard point on the Type 10. Right, right. A Diamondback Scout doesn't have a size 3, does it? It does. No, no, it doesn't. It has two mediums and a small. Two smalls. And a small. Two mediums, two smalls. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so that's, the dis- that's the one that's currently discounted. Um, the Marlinist refugee crisis grows critical. I'm just reading headlines because honestly, this this stuff, there's like tons of it and most people have probably heard about it. It's better to read the whole thing. Um, universal increase to combat bonds and anti-Xeno payouts. This was the big, the big thing that'll probably be sort of most of the rest of the show. Um, so we'll come back to that in a little while. Uh, but that is the next section of um, income rebalancing that happened. The Colsac Nebula project gathers Ammonia World's data. So that just ended today. It reached uh, Tier 4, not quite Tier 5. Um, it was, just as I predicted, it, extremely easy to stay in the top 75% of that community goal and to get the, the rewarded uh, module. The, like, it was it was only tough to stay in the top 10%. After that, it fell off so fast. I the, uh, jumped around. Required so. submissions. I just did my scanning during last week's, during this time last week, and that was all I needed to do to stay in the how top much? Set. How much did you end up with? 43 reports, whatever that is. Yeah. Yep. So that was that was similar to what I had on the during the podcast night. I was a little nervous that that my prediction was not correct, and I did do another play session of doing them and got myself up to. Um, hold, wait, hold on. I can just turn my screen and and look. What did I end up with? Um, I ended up with one hundred and thirty eight reports, um, which was top twenty five percent. Wow. Yeah. But um, looking at, if, if we clicked over to Inara, which I have on a tab, and I can quickly say uh, Galaxy Community Goals uh, finished. Here we go. So the top 10% was, but oh my gosh, it actually wasn't that hard to be in top 10%. 198 to 1290. But it's like, so in the middle of that 10% is like this massive, massive <laughs> uptick in required submissions but then it drops right off after that i mean that's crazy so top 75 percent was as few as 19 submissions you could have gotten that in in maybe scanning like like 10 or 15 systems right with that span trap it's so easy (laughs) it's so it's well that's the thing it made it so easy but it did not make people keep chasing it up like everybody put their thing in and then left and it stayed easy for everyone really impressed hey hey great job everybody (laughs) (laughs) try try hard out there well and then there's right there's that few there's that top like is there a way for me to tell how many how many commanders really hung themselves out um It'd be tough to say, like, there were 10,710 contributors to the CG. Uh, The top 10 commanders submitted between 1,291 and 2,076. Wow. That is more than 10 times what I did. Jesus. (laughs) That's what probes. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, so continuing with Galnet, the last thing happened also just today. Uh, Lee Young Ri, Lee Young Rui, I never know how to pronounce it. I feel like it's Lee Young Ri would be the, the sort of cooler, better way to say it, but I don't know. I call him Lee Young Ri, CEO of the Sirius Corporation, has decided to step up and say, I can solve this Marlinist refugee issue. I'm just going to make them some systems and stations where they can live and govern themselves and join society. What what a jerk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds too good to be true. This is, this is yeah. space capitalism at, at its finest, right? This is what we want. We want the private sector to solve all of our social problems. Build you some company towns. You can... <laughs> Shop at the company store. <laughs> I fully support him and his endeavors. I'm not even kidding. Like, I mean, obviously, like this. This is like this is an example of exactly what it's what what everybody is talking about when they say like you know capitalism and private industry is supposed to solve these problems. Sure, do it. You know. So yeah. So anyway, this is the, this is the latest Galnet, and it includes community goals. They are we're running cargo. Uh, of uh, some commodities to um, to build them some some stations and basically just outfit a certain number of systems depending on how many um, commodities are are donated. So atmospheric processors, auto fabricators, structural regulators, and water purifiers are needed uh, to be delivered to Ellis Gateway in BD plus zero five space one one four six. What a great system name! And depending on how far we get up in the tiers, they will um, include a certain number of systems that will be become the Marlinist systems. Um, that I couldn't think of a better outcome for these people, right? I mean, besides being able to stay in their actual homes <laughs> in the first place. but um, And of course, there's a reciprocal uh, bounty hunting uh, uh, community goal as well. So... Hand in bounty vouchers at the same oh, system. I wonder if there will be resource extraction sites or in this yeah. system or not. I can prove it. I can. So I'm including a link to the forum posts, which typically fill quickly with people finding out where we need to be. Um, I can scan quickly, but. Um, Nearby Hazres at A1. Oh. And there are also interstellar factors. Controlling factor is the same as the CG system, too. So I think there's a Hazres in the system. Nice. Well, that's going <laughs> to... Wow. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll get some participation then. So this will be the easiest bounty hunting CG we've had in a year. <laughs> oh, well, it, the cap for the goal is $160 billion. yeah but we've just had this you know 4x payout boost yeah we'll be fine we'll be fine i'll probably i'll probably get in on some of that fine we'll be fine this is fine this is fine thoughts concerns anybody want to join in or have have i just read everything correctly that's four times that's four times the cap on the last bounty CG, so that lines up with the increase in bonds, payouts. Okay, so they've they've just made it exactly the same. (laughs) Right on. Until 
Until today's Galnet article, I thought I had an idea where this storyline was going. Oh, yeah. Because you had, you had different factions inside the Federation arguing over whether to accept them as refugees or whether to help them. And, and you had the Marlinists themselves and you had the Empire. And I thought we were heading into Odyssey with all of these groups fractured and if not in open warfare, at least really unhappy with each other. And that's where you were going to pick up your ground-based missions. Um, you thought and, it was going to last that long. Yeah. Yeah. And, it would, and you were going to have these interfaction missions um, kind of in the, with either within the major powers and across the major powers, you know, hiring pilots to go do sabotage missions on the ground and that type of stuff. And I kind of thought that's where we were headed. And now, you know, Syria steps in and brokers galactic peace through profit. Yeah, or, or at, at the very least tries to. I mean, it, it's it is it is seemingly the most yeah. major source of conflict between the two powers, right? Um, yeah, there's there's still room for something to change, though. There is, and and I imagine there will still be Marlinist versus Empire things going on, even if they have their own systems. Right. I mean, actually, we haven't heard yet from the Marlinists, or, or, or have we? Hold on. Let me read. Let's read. Um, what does it actually say? Okay, so the Marlinist community leader offered her approval. Okay. We were forced to abandon our entire lives because of our political beliefs. This at least gives us a chance to have homes again. Well, sounds like so far they're on board. Seems okay. Yeah. Well, um, cool. So, so that's that's in-game news. Um, do we want to do? Do we have a chick chat to do tonight? Uh, make something up. <laughs> do you want to? Wait. Do you want Chick Chat to just be uh, combat bonds uh, and AX pay? Let's let's just jump into that. I, I was going to talk about realism in the game, and you know, possible, you know, how they'll handle yeah. death, you know, now that we're on foot and stuff. But I don't know. Let's let's talk about combat pay and stuff, and, and go. From okay. There. Let's say maybe save that. Yeah, let's let's have that as a discussion topic another week because I think if you know, depending on this release date, we could have some time shows that we're trying to fill some topics. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. let's, okay, let's move on to yeah, the what uh, combat bonds, including AX stuff, went up significantly. Yes, um, let's see. I I need to find the hard number here. Um, Actually, I don't know if I even wrote it down, but it went up uh, massively between 80,000 and like, God, what was even the high number? Uh, I bet this is on Galnet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it Dubs, is. Dubs, let's, let's talk about the AX, AX stuff because they went up, uh, what, four times what they were before? Yes. Now, is that, is that across the board, though, or is that Cyclops or Times 4? I mean, I've That's only across killed the board. A Cyclops since that happened. I haven't fucked with a Medusa yet, but I can. It, it, 
It is. It it is four X. So Cyclops used to be yeah. two million, and it's now eight, and yeah. it goes all the way up. Medusas are um, sixty million now. I think sixty four. Really? Were, were so, they sixteen before? Or they fifteen? I don't know. What I'm wondering is just how much money can a wing of four anacondas rake in <laughs> in an hour <laughs> running the, the the shard cannons. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, what did what did you guys find? Realistically, can you can you work on anything bigger than a cyclops? Eh. No, it did yeah. not. Okay. It did not work nearly as well with the uh, the <laughs> with other the faster boys. Yeah, yeah, the faster boy or the stronger boy. They both kind of. Yeah, you, uh, the they, thing is, they, you got to overcome. You know, you got to insta gib the yeah the hearts and stuff and blast through regen and yeah. everything else. And if you don't kill it then it regens and you're effed so yeah just right. yeah even with the cyclops if you if you don't get the jump on him well enough and he manages to pull away from you far enough to hit the regen and instantly you know run his shields up it gets much harder from that point forward because then he's darting and dodging all over and the anaconda just can't keep up with that shit and then the medusa well it had enough power to just absorb our entire first assault and then it went into you know, the I guess maybe it was an enraged mode. Basically, hey, I'm taking too much damage too fast. This is the intended gameplay, and it goes into like the the overdrive mode. Yeah, <laughs> but with the cyclops, really you're capable of overcoming even that within three seconds if you line up on them properly. Yeah, the, right. the question key is for income would be how fast you can find right. cyclops because it's going to be flying between them. I mean, I'm guessing we could do probably. 15 of them in an hour, probably. I mean, we can hop the carrier down to the Pleiades, what, tomorrow? We can find out. Do that tomorrow night? <laughs> my wife has friends coming over and stuff, so I might not be able to get my computer. They may steal it for VR stuff, but I... <laughs> but it's 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 possible I'll be able to to hop on. I'd, I'd like to do it. If we got four of us with the Gib ships and just go see yeah. what we can do in an hour. I found that that was that was the thing. Like even the Cyclops with the Type Ten, if I was by myself, it, I couldn't get it to stay close enough to me for quite long enough, um, and it would get away. And then the the regen was terrible. I would I would get the thing about half killed, and then it would kind of overcome me for whatever reason. Yeah. So, so. when you're running the solo build, like the the Gibbing build, but you're all, you're by yourself. The goal is no longer to out DPS the heart regeneration. At that point, you're just trying to just straight rip the shields apart as fast as possible, take out a heart, and guess yeah. what? The shields are coming back, and you just re- rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, yeah. You're yeah. you you can still it. yeah you can still face tank and kill a, a cyclops in what was it like 39 seconds or 30 seconds that I was doing it. Yeah, it, it's, it's just it's not fast. the three seconds that we were doing. So. And yeah, I just I just struggled with it that way. You know, whereas he was going away too far. No damage. The type ten absolutely couldn't keep up with it. That would be the problem there. The the type ten would would work for you know the farming scout crap, but um, as far as doing interceptors, yeah, just not a good ship for that. Yeah, we haven't tried it in the Crate Mark II. It does have three large hard points. You'd be downgrading one of those to a medium, but it is a much, much faster ship, and it's still capable of you know, sporting a decent amount of hull. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I'm working on rocking the shard cannons right now with plans to put them on my crate. I got, so we'll see how that goes. I wonder if it was a mistake for me not to do the turreted, or did those just forward fire no, anyway? No, no. Yeah, you have to have an active human crew member to fire them as a turret, I believe. I think that's oh, all that's no AX good. weaponry. Except, well, all Guardian-related, like the, the even the flak launchers that way. The only one yeah. that truly operates as a turret is the uh, AX multi-cannon, and that is the most accurate turret in the entire game. That does not <laughs> miss a shot. Uh, so the other part of this update, besides the 4X in pay, is the rank... Um, like combat rank adjustment. Um, so basically like they, they, uh, it used to be previously that every Thargoid, uh, counts as an elite opponent. So by the, you know, it became the, the way to farm rank. If you were, if one was going to farm rank, that was kind of becomes the way to do it because every, um, Basically, scouts are the way to do it because you can kill them the fastest. Um, but it 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 didn't make sense, right? Because technically, the the Thargoid interceptors all ha- were worth the same amount of rank as as every scout. Um, so they've fixed this, and the effect of fixing that is that uh, scouts are worth less than they used to be. Uh, however, the rest of the Thargoids are worth quote substantially more. Uh, and of course, it remains to be sort of mathed out exactly what substantially more works out to. Um, but they worth more than an elite NPC is what they're saying. It's not. They would be yes, because they used right. to be worth an elite NPC, which which means yeah, yeah. Whereas a Hydra was worth the same as a single scout as far as combat rank, or an an, an elite eagle. <laughs> You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was um, silly, actually. It was ridiculous. Um, so so there there was there was some fervor, there was some uproar and and uh, upsetness about this, um, which I, I absolutely can't condone. Um, this this makes per- like first of all, I I don't have any disrespect for people who want to grind combat rank like if that's what you want to do but you are signing up to grind something that ultimately is is a uh, cosmetic item in in my opinion do you guys do you guys think i'm speaking out no, of turn I'm, about that no i'm with you on that no i mean okay you, well my opinion about the combat rank change with the <laughs> the uh, little guy yeah what's, no. what's my opinion no, is that they up. should backdate <laughs> they should backdate this and go back and remove the elite rank from anyone who did that. There appears to be a, to have been a miscalculation on your account. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was it it appears as though you didn't actually earn this. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, in case any listeners are starting to get fearful, uh, the community managers have said absolutely in no uncertain terms that they are not going to be backdating anyone's rank or taking away something that has been earned previously. Uh, that earned. is not okay. on the table. Earned? Well, it was. It was earned under the rules at that time. Okay. That's absolutely well, I'll, correct. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. They, they earned it at the time. <laughs> it was, those was the rules. I mean, even with scouts, it took a long time. It wasn't effortless. 
know, it's kind of like you know well, mindlessly laser mining pay night. I mean, it yeah, was the meta. Yeah, I mean, it was how, how many how many thousands of elite level kills did you need to make it to elite? Yeah, it took a long time. I'm still not elite. I think yeah. it was sixteen of them 1600. was worth one yeah. percent. Yep. So sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred uh, to kills. go from you know deadly to elite. Well, you know, yeah. or once you hit deadly to go from the beginning of deadly to elite, it was sixteen hundred roughly. I wonder how I'm many currently fifteen percent deadly, and it takes about sixteen hundred to get to deadly. So yeah, yeah, once you hit deadly, you're at the halfway point essentially. Yeah, so we could probably. I, I'm in a position to possibly be able to math out um, what what it might be worth now, uh, because I, I have 15% deadly uh, right now. So I could jump in and do... Well, here's the other... Actually, the other issue is the, um, the rank is divided among players who contribute to the kill. Based and 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 uh, weighted based on their combat rank, so I would need to you know to figure this out. I think we would need to be solo killing cyclopses or well each of the each of the types actually. Um, so as as far as mathing it out goes, I would just like to say that my alt account has not killed a single thing. I could outfit oh, yeah. that same <laughs> unengineered chieftain. And just go ahead and throw some G3 dirty drag drives on it with uh, Felicity since she's the first engineer, and we'll see what a uh, we'll see what a Cyclops gets <laughs> so a brand new commander. Your epic account commander has com- has killed zero, zero. things, zero confirmed kills. He <laughs> left. He left. He left the the uh, starting station. He abandoned the starting missions. Jumped one system <laughs> over to the boat and took off. <laughs> <laughs> so the first commander's first kill will be a cyclops. Yes, Fabulous. I like it. <laughs> Let's do it. I refuse to kill anything until I kill a cyclops in this. All right. Well, that's much better than what my idea was going to be. And it was going to involve me doing work like killing a cyclops solo, which is not nearly as much fun for me anymore as killing them in wings. So and I, I'm I all on board for this. I might even attempt it in a Diamondback Explorer. Who knows? <laughs> well, that would be quite a thing. Um, this is this is a really commander that hard. doesn't have engineering unlocked. I'm working on it. I'm actually doing the HGE farming right now, and I would like to inform everyone of this right now. The logging to desktop method using the Epic account is a pain in the ass because on the Steam version, you quit the desktop, the launcher stays open, right? Well, Epic is not okay with that. Epic says, oh, the game closed? Well, I'm killing the launcher, and we're going to take an additional, like, I don't know, 10-second break before we launch the Epic Store again for you to get in there to your library and then launch the game, and that's another 10 seconds to launch the launcher, and it's, yeah. You run out of time quick. (laughs) (laughs) Dubs is most displeased. I'm I'm looking forward to being in a system with Dubs when he's in a completely unengineered ship, and I'm in... Uh, fully engineered, much larger ship than he is in. I am mildly inconvenienced by this launcher and epic issue. But one thing that I I don't know, yeah, I don't know if enough people complained about it, but the epic launcher no longer launches the Oculus software at the same time. And it used to be that if I closed the Oculus software that was launched alongside the Elite Dangerous launcher, it would just 
force quit the game for some reason because Oculus is needed to flat screen. Uh, Not sure yeah. what that was all about, but it doesn't do it anymore, so it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, it's that no might... longer. It's it's a non-issue anymore. <laughs> Fancy. Um, so, uh, combat bonds of all types, AX or otherwise, have been buffed. Anybody been doing conflict zones since then? I did one and two more the other day just to test it out. I think I got. Yeah. I did a high alone and got about one point five million from the one. Probably could have gotten more. I was had you know the kill the captain objective that takes takes some time takes away forever. from <laughs> other ships. So I've lost some bonds there. I'm sure. I, I have felt. Uh, I have felt like while you were there when I was not when I was not paying close attention. Um, I could expect something like. Uh, five hundred to six hundred thousand in yeah. a high conflict zone. So that's that's roughly triple, isn't it? Yeah, and there was no cap ship there, Dubs, in that that CZ. Is everybody heard if that bond went up? Yeah, hey, I would assume. I mean, that's a pretty fucking big uh, deal. You should get paid for that. Hey, well, it's it's a I combat guess. bond, so uh, the way they included. I, uh, I haven't done it, but I would not expect that one to increase. The way they word it in the forum post is high-end NPC combat bonds um, That's will, increase, That's a- will increase from around 80,000 to 400,000 credits. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, I, hmm. I, I consider the cap ship to be high-end. I mean, it's the, it's the most valuable, it was before the most yeah. valuable single thing in the CZ. So why wouldn't that be included in high-end... NPC combat bonds. I mean, it, it is not a player and it earns you a combat bond. Yeah, I mean, that's, true. That's, a pretty, that's a pretty significant contribution to the war. I mean, you backed off an entire uh, capital ship. Why shouldn't you get paid for that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Should be worth one um, billion credits. <laughs> I don't ask for much. Well, um, I think that's, I mean, that, that's basically, that, that's, that's the game discussion we'd planned. I feel like it's, it's dwindling here. Um, so maybe we should, unless anybody has anything to add. Um, well, my, my question is with the increase that they did, do you think that's good or do you think it should have been more or less? Uh, should they adjust the wing missions? Uh, you know, I, I <laughs> Don't know. I don't think we have enough experience with it yet to make that determination. Yeah. I mean, then again, I mean, I was perfectly happy with it the way it was before, so I'm probably not gonna. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it'll be nice. See, yeah, it's extra money in my pocket, and I won't have to do as much mining. But I don't never really bothered me to begin with. And I, I do think, as a matter of principle, that combat bonds should pay better than the bounties you get out of a hazres because it's just a higher level of. Of competition, but I, I don't have enough mm. experience with the current changes to know if there are more, if how much more they are, you know, where that line is. Yeah, I do like what they did with. Yeah, I mean, I like what they did with the uh, with the bounties. So, I mean, I'm all for this. I just want to see kind of where it shakes out. I still if think I could jump by a wing extra of money a- for winning, being on the winning side at the end, you should get a million 
combat bond yeah, or something. The, the, that's a good Spec idea. Ops is a pretty serious threat in the CZ when you're by yourself, so you should definitely get paid way more for that than you do a Hazrez. Mm, okay. Yeah. Agreed, yes. Yeah, and like at the end, if you win a low, uh, you get like a 500,000 bond bonus, a medium, you know, a million and a high, a million and a half or something, just a little extra gravy for hmm. sticking around and winning, you know, the CZ that you're in. Because sometimes, you know, yeah, well, I don't know, I, not lately, but, you know, back, I remember when I first started doing CZs and having to run away from some because taking a beating and then, you know, right. you'd be sacrificing right. that bond rather than trying to stick it out and survive. So, you know, that's interesting. So, so you did one and got something like one and a half million. Um, what does it take? Like 15 minutes to, to, well, I guess if you're by yourself, it might take a little longer than that. 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah to, give or take. To, to do the CZ. So that seems like it is at least near the level of where bounty hunting turned out to be. Although I haven't been solo bounty hunting since this all started. Uh, and I know it, things do move quicker in a wing. Oh yeah, um, I think solo bounty hunt. Bounty hunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's try that in English. Yeah, solo bounty hunting. I th- think is going to pay more than that. Um, okay. Well, again, if you know if you're going into a Hazrez with a fully engineered ship, then yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's kind of where we came from before then. Um, bounty hunting really paid more than, than conflict zones did. Right. Before. So we've kind of adjusted them both up, but their relative position has stayed the same. It looks that way. I, again, I don't know if we have quite enough evidence yet to, to call that, but that's what it looks like. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a night where we've got a war where that we need to win and we get out there with a couple of wings and just tear one up and see what kind of, you yeah. know, how many bonds we can accumulate out there just mm-hmm. laying well, waste yeah. to these things. Cause we, we clear them out pretty damn fast when we get a group of us out there. And I think we could do, you know, quite a few in an hour. That can be arranged. Oh, certainly. Oh, I, I, I'm, I, I've been looking at, at some of the chat up above, and I can see how some things could be arranged. <laughs> I'm Insert laugh. evil laugh, yes. Insert <laughs> evil laugh here. <laughs> Turns around holding a large, white, fluffy cat. <laughs> Ironically, I am doing my very thing right now. <laughs> That did not surprise me at all. <laughs> I guess with the, uh, with, when the mining balance came through, that increased the price of some delivery missions where you could make a lot of money moving things from between adjacent systems with those right. at the mission. So they, they balanced that out, knocked, knocked that, those payouts down with this last balance pass. Right, so this was um, sort of the first of, because these are all sort of like implied um, installing this up this uh, change and then watching to see if we like where it lands. Um, this is the first post-adjustment that's happened to some of the trade missions. Um, and I haven't really gotten in on that yet, and I, apparently I missed out, but... <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I guess the multiplayer multipliers were crazy, and it was making it worth more than than uh, mining in the first place, kind of thing. And I do, do get the impression that we're planning on uh, mining is still going to be the top earner, kind of wherever we land with all this, right? Which doesn't surprise me, and and I don't think is wrong. Right on. So, yeah, I think it was it was uh, at least some of the channels I follow. It was patched out before they could get their videos posted on the method of uh-huh. doing it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, is 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 this the end? Should I uh, should I try to keep this discussion going, or should we should we find some cheese? Ooh. I think we should find some cheese. Oh, like cheese. Let, let's like cheese. cheese. All right. Uh, this week, actually, no. I'm going to start with a, a cheese joke from my advent calendar. Ah, uh, yes. Because we need a cheesy joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. What is Jay Z's favorite cheese? Beyonce. All right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and it hurts so good. Cheese is is something called uh it's Norwegian, so I know I, I'm not gonna pronounce it the way that it's supposed to be pronounced. So I'm gonna go with uh Jarlsberg. J A R L S B E R G. Jarlsberg, yeah, I know that one. So um, You said it, it right. It is a very, very uh when I first tried it i wasn't sure if i liked it believe it or not and oh really i knew i might have had it at some point in my life the texture of it is what got it to me there's almost a grittiness to it that then becomes creamy uh it's it's very much like a strong swiss has that nutty taste of swiss and and Mm. when you get it you know like in a from a block rather than just these little bite site you know these little one ounce bites that I get it it has holes like Swiss it is basically like a Swiss cheese but from Norway and it, it, it was super good and I say give it a go especially if you like Swiss cheese and uh, I guess that's it see cheesy everybody yeah that is one of our favorites in this house um and it is yeah it's like a it's like a heavy it's like a nutty Swiss that'll put hair on your chest mm. among other places among yeah. That, yeah, put hair on wherever you want, really. It's just a very... You just um, apply it like deodorant wherever you want hair to grow. So. Yep. Mm. Nobody in, nobody in Trax's house is bald. Mm. <laughs> Balding, but that's what we're working on with the Jarlsberg. Uh, we, so. we didn't mention that loose screws has started playing D&D, too. That's, that's, uh, our well, good I'm buddy not, sh- I'm gotta, not gotta sure if anybody... Shout out. Teflon. Give the the a DM of the century of the week. Yes, that was that was a hell of a <laughs> no. lot of fun. If you haven't played D anD D in a long time. God damn it, go play some D anD D. That's fun. I hadn't played in over twenty years. That was the most fun I've had uh, since probably yesterday. I'm, it is I'm fun. We were going to have to keep going if if uh, we didn't all start to fall asleep, but um, we can't wait to pick up the story. And yeah, I don't know who knows. I, I did I did keep a recording of it, so who knows? Maybe someday it'll become uh, a an audible uh, thing that people yeah. can hear. I don't know. I don't know if that'd be interesting to people or not. Got to do a quick plug for the podcast that Teflon stars in. Oh, yeah. He's the star, oh, sure. in my opinion. O C D and D. 
real play. Yeah. Hector. That's my Hector impression. <laughs> Hello, friendo. <laughs> Small friend. <laughs> yes, we all of us know CD and D. It's 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 good stuff. That's kind of it what is. inspired us to get a group together and play. So mm-hmm. I just thought I'd add that there. All right. I'm done talking. Very definitely. Uh, well, thanks for joining me, everybody. Um, I, I really wondered if we were going to kind of delete all the show notes and just talk about whatever video happened, but it turns out to be just a, a simple trailer, and that's fine. I'm still excited. So hope everybody's going to go check out their, their pre-orders. And um, other than that, uh, that that's the size of it. Uh, all that's left is to... I uh, wish everybody, uh, well, let's see, we're going to have, I don't, I don't know, I'm not sure when, uh, if we're going to have like holidays, breaks and stuff like that. Uh, we hadn't even talked about any of that and it's just popping into my head right now. Um, so, uh, you know, whatever, it's, it's almost uh, holiday time. There's possibility that we'll have a break, but maybe we'll create some content anyway. I don't we know. Should, we should do like a Christmas event, if nothing else, a live stream or something where we blow you up or blow dubs up a bunch oh, of times. Great. <laughs> Probably won't have access to my computer during the Christmas time. I'll be going to Arkansas. So. And I'm not about to uh, unbolt my computer from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> for that. As soon as you cross the border, they steal your PC and strip it for parts. And so, man, you're so redneck. I assume you just towed your house everywhere you went. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, shots fired. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, all right. Well, whatever whatever happens, uh, we'll find out later. We'll be announcing it on Discord. So come join us in Discord. Uh, look in your show notes for the link uh, at loosecruiseed.com. There is um, info and a merch store where you can get things like mugs and hoodies that have various uh, Loose Screws logos so you can represent and prove to all of your in-real-life friends that, uh, yes, you actually are that nerdy and they can just deal with it. Um, and I think they should be okay with that. So um, that's it. Uh Thanks, everyone, for joining me. Stay loose and stay very, very screwy and, and probably fly that way, too. Yeah, fly, fly screwy. Fly screwy.